Hey everybody, George here again with another episode of the In Good Spirits podcast with my friend here, Chris. Hi George, a little bit of stumble stutter at the start. I think we're going to have a little bit of that tonight. We are, you know, uh, <laughs> I've been working on, you know, with all these new uh, changes with the Looney Tunes, I want to be Elmer Fudd. Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. Or Foghorn Leghorn, but. I, I was just doing Porky Pig instead of Elmer Fudd. See, this you is were, how tired you were. I am. You were. <laughs> On that note, that's all, folks. Good night. <laughs> yeah, 35 second podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, it is a it is a dark spring night with drizzles and tiredness and punchiness. But we're here and we are going to be sampling a couple spirits from a Finger Lakes distillery, correct? Correct, down in Naples, Hollerhorn. Okay, so this will actually be my first time trying any of their products, and I'm really excited. There's been a lot of stuff they've been doing recently that's, you know, uh, very adventurous and experimental, uh, different, you know, different bases and different uh, fermentations, and it's really exciting. So I'm kind of interested to try something for the first time. I did not know you haven't had anything from them yet. This is exciting. But yeah, yeah, I don't on, think so. Before we talk about what we've got today, though, to your point about all the different things they're doing, yeah, like these got different fruit brandies like strawberry. Um, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't watermelon. Translate. I think watermelon. I, I was, I couldn't translate Kirsch back into English for some reason. Cherry, it's cherry. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, strawberry, cherry, watermelon. Uh, he's got a Calvado style apple brandy, a Riesling grappa, and mm. gin, a single malt whiskey that I haven't had a chance to try yet, but hopefully soon. Which seems and, really, yeah, seems really cool. Oh, yeah. And, but today, maple distillate, maple okay. spirit, maple something. It's very interesting because I think my first experience with, um, Maple fermented things was while we were judging at the uh, uh, Great American Spirits competition. Um, I think we had some maple things there, and I, I and it's weird. I I started isolating very specific odd notes of fenugreek with maple distilled things or maple uh, uh, maple influenced wines. And it's such a weird flavor, and I'm really intrigued to see if that comes through here. Got to be honest with you, I've never had fenugreek on its own. I've always had it in something already, so I okay. don't, I don't 100 know I could isolate that flavor. Because yeah, I've never had it alone. So I'm I, not I sure kinda... I could. I'm not sure I could break it down into different, <laughs> into different component flavors to describe what it. Right. It's like, like what is umami? Well, it's umami. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, Tastes like a questionably shaved mustache. Um, yeah, did you lose a bet? No. <laughs> <laughs> you about uh, to get into car ramrod? Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I woke up, uh, uh, my wife woke up this morning and looked at my face and yelled, no. <laughs> and I was very pleased. Um, <laughs> is, there a, is there a reason for it or just felt no. like doing it? No, I just felt like it. I mean, you actually pull the look off, though. Not many people can actually pull off the mustache, and I, I gotta, you're I doing gotta it, honestly. It. I gotta thicken it a little bit. 
you're gonna go for the, like the full-on like handlebar biker thing i've done that before and it does work but it looks progressively more dirt baggy as it goes longer along the chin which i'm not averse to it's just yeah not all the time that's fair yeah i i used to do um november for okay. uh, men's health awareness and all that and i found that it's a very fine line between a good mustache and a bad mustache where you cut it off oh for sure but also i i no longer do that as i enjoy being married <laughs> See, I'm I, I still I still uh, get a lot of pleasure from scaring my wife with my actual face and not my bearded face. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got too many chins underneath my beard to ever ever get rid of it again. <laughs> it's my co- it, my COVID nineteen was a COVID thirty. <laughs> it's it's always a fun little experiment. Um, I was like, man, I think I'll I think I'll shave my mustache to look like Henry Cavill, and then I realized that he's one of the most genuinely good looking men for any age and regardless of what i do trying to do something like henry cavill is probably not the best idea yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, i'm not trying to uh make fun of you or offend you in any way but neither of us are henry cavill so there's no, no i don't think no. we play in that league no i don't even take my shirt off at the beach man <laughs> well i think what we can say that we both don't have is CGI'd upper lip to make it look clay-like. You know, I, I still haven't watched the original or the Snyder Cut, and I don't have four hours of my life I'm willing to give up for the Snyder Cut, so I, I will never <laughs> see that movie. Oh, fair enough. No, anyway. I've never watched the Justice League, but, well, I'm but ready before, for spirits. I'm jumping yeah, in. Yeah, let's do it before we <laughs> before we make ourselves feel even worse about our appearances and bring up other actors that we could never do anything yeah like exactly so we're, we're doing the seedling first so Correct. we've got seedling. seedling and sapling and they are both distilled from maple syrup they are both aged in x bourbon barrels i believe first fill i'm not 100 certain i would have to double check with the distiller himself but it's all done on a very small uh franken still if you will okay I've, I've got a picture somewhere that I maybe be able to like superimpose somewhere, but so when we a, talk, yeah, when we talk about maple, well, this is actual maple syrup, not maple water, correct? It is maple syrup that okay. does have water. So the ingredients are maple syrup, water, and yeast are the only three ingredients used in the production of this. Okay. Man, I do have to say, this smells like dark maple syrup. This doesn't smell like, this doesn't smell like light grade amber. This smells, it's got some dark maple syrup notes, and I'm, I'm, I love maple syrup. New York maple syrup on this too. Mm, I love maple syrup, and this really smells mapley, which is nice. And like, but not like overly cloying or anything. It's like maple no. candy, even like, but like good maple candy, not like shitty adirondack gift store maple candy like really good like from a maple farm maple candy yeah i've had like i've had it um i've had maple um actual maple uh kettle corn before and i'm getting some of that that sounds kind of amazing and i might make some popcorn and put maple in it somehow after this so good yeah it's 
and I'm actually getting a little bit of that like saltiness on the nose too. And it's like, I could see this like in a dessert, you know, in a salted dessert, something like that. I could see this being a factor. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's cause it's got like maple, but it's also like a custardy, mm. like if there was like creme brulee with like maple. Yeah. Like oh, if for instead sure. of, yeah, instead of like, maybe not instead of, but in conjunction with the, caramelized sugar like maybe like a maple drizzle before torching it for sure it's it's a really really nice aroma and especially i mean really this isn't you're not getting age you're getting the distillate this is distillate forward the age is definitely working to it but it doesn't smell like age it smells very caramely soft not yeah old in any way so this one is aged under six months The other one we will be having is between six months and a year. Okay. So these are very subtle differences. Uh, In terms of age, yes. I believe uh, the bigger differences happen in the production methods. I believe he might be using different yeast strains. And if not, he's at least making different cuts on them. Very interesting. It's odd because the the nose is almost bright. You know, it's like the bright part of the caramel. And the taste is smooth. There's almost no high notes to it at all. It's very soft. This it's is round, delicate. Yeah. It still has some still has some richness, but not there's no and it actually is a very pretty rich mouthfeel considering considering what's left. Yeah, very like a custardy mouthfeel, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very soft. You know, the body it's a there's a lot of body to it. It's not particularly sweet. It's just barely, I mean, just a bare amount of sweetness. It's almost the intent of sweetness instead of actual sweetness. That's an interesting way to put that, but I yeah, the intent it's, of sweetness. Yeah, it's not it's not the right way of describing it, but it feels right. Um, well, it has it has sweet flavors without a sugary sweetness backing them up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Kind of like how red wine will have jammy fruit, but it's from a sugar residual sugar standpoint, mm. next to nothing there. I do have to say, I like the nose more than the palate. I think the nose is really dynamic when it comes to all those really mapley flavors and it's i am getting a little bit of bitterness on the on the palate and not not terrible but like it's it's almost like the you can taste the youngness on the palate where you have none of it on the nose Very i can see what you mean there i can see what you mean like, but it's not fiery at all. It's just like the aftertaste. Yeah, the alcohol integration on this is flawless, honestly. Mm. The, the proof on it, for the sake of things here, 80 proof, so 40% I, alcohol. I would have been surprised if it wasn't. But do you get kind of like a almost tequila nose note on it? Like yeah, that like def- yeah. crunchy, like Crisco-y type thing, but yep, not on as the palate aggressive? for sure. On the palate, for sure. And now that it's lingering, I think that's a great, that is a great note. It is, 
it's fatty almost. It's very rich. Um, yeah, it's, and now I'm getting more of that tequila note, but not the green part at all. Like it's not green at all, but it's that, I don't know how to describe that. The top note on top of my palate, it's not like rum airiness or saltiness or minerality. It's this weird lingering dry, not tannic, but weird bitterness on the top of the palate. I I see what you mean. I'm trying to think of a way to describe it myself. Um, but you mentioned rum, definitely like somewhere between like a rummy tequila-ish, but neither kind of thing. Yeah, it's, I think, I think I'm getting to something like when you eat walnuts and you get that weird sensation, like you eat walnuts and you get that weird sensation in your palate where it's like overwhelmed by some of those some of those specific kinds of fats in a walnut. I, I, it's, I, I'm getting very specific and odd, but. Like, like the walnut oil, like the reaction, like the walnut oils, like that, like mm-hmm. um, how it kind of like bonds to your mouth and. Yeah. Not as aggressive, obviously, but no, I know no. you're talking like a really oily walnut kind of like it kind of something. It's something very, like I, I can't grease, get my, not greasy, but like, um, Slick. saturated fat yeah. almost yeah 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 like crisco-y yeah no i mean you're you're right i think you're probably that's probably the best note it's just not something i ever taste so i'm still hunting for i'm still hunting for it yeah go uh go buy a, a can of crisco and just start eating it with a spoon and just start spooning it <laughs> oddly enough i don't have any shortening or crisco in my house i don't know why that's no. something that never something i've used ever honestly well maybe maybe i'll buy it and as i start to grow my mustache out i'll use it to to twirl it or something like that (laughs) (laughs) i broke george how comfortable is your couch (laughs) because that might be a factor in that decision (laughs) oh so i like this if I would have chosen to just sit there and smell it, I would do that. I'm not not enjoying it, but it's probably not something I would actively be searching out all the time. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's not something I would drink every day, but I really enjoy it every now and then. Yeah. It's like a after dinner thing. Not yeah. even necessarily quite desserty, but... You know, kind of like use it like a digestive type thing, I guess. Yeah, I or could see that. With a really like, you know, mellow cigar or something. It could go nicely. Yeah. And you know what? I think it would almost go really well with like, with some lemon, like turning it into like a, an easy sour kind of thing. I can see that for sure. Yeah. I think that it could actually work really well. You know, those that crisco we know whatever we're calling that i think would actually integrate with lemon juice really well and i think you'd get something very interesting with a little bit of sugar and a little bit of lemon i think it would be delightful definitely for sure or even totally only because i've had mojitos on my mind but like a a twist on a mojito yeah or even uh 
Uh, Caipirinha. Yeah. I would, I would actually, I would go in a herbal direction, but I might go something along the lines of like, like thyme and lemon versus going mint that. and lime. So going with a different kind of herb and lemon, I think it actually work really well. Absolutely. Yeah. Could be very anyway, intriguing. I would I'm actually, gonna, I'm actually going to try that. You should. I'm going to knock this back real quick and let's move on to the sapling, Sap- shall we? Sapling. Yes. Oh, actually real fun fact, real fast. Hmm. The labels of the bottles and the stopper, the labels are like a veneer, like a maple veneer. It's actually a wood label. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't it? There, and I, I do know. love their I love their graphic design. I think it's really sharp. It feels classic while still modern. I think they do a great job on all their graphic design that I've seen. And all the art is hand done. Oh, nice. You know, I really, really want popcorn now, by the way, it's all your fault. (laughs) This, this is the, this is one of my curses. When, when I sit with people that end up becoming very hungry. (laughs) So I've been doing real fast tangent before we get back into this. Mm. I've been doing uh, red, blue, and purple popping corns. Okay. And they are fantastic. I love it. Are I've they it. are they smaller kernels? Uh, different sizes for you. I think red is the smallest. Okay, and they've got slight different. It's one of those things like my wife doesn't taste different. She's like, it tastes like popcorn, and I'm like, oh, but this one tastes a little more like this. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it tastes like popcorn, but we've been popping it with olive oil and yeah. only using uh, uh, Sicilian sea salt and a little garlic salt. Nice. I'm I'm done with butter on popcorn. I don't need it Man. anymore. It's you better are without a, it. You are a classy man. Look at you. I have popping popcorn on the stove and not in the microwave. <sighs> I feel old. What luxury. You need to get a whirly pop. Oh, no. I've got <laughs> enough devices in the kitchen. I don't need any more <laughs> taking up space. Oh, anyway. so this, this is completely different on the nose. Totally different. It's butterscotchy. Yeah, completely different. The other one was so mapley, and this is almost not mapley at all not even close to mapley but not in a but in a very interesting way not like a this is a maple fuck it it's like it's really cool yeah it's very light this one's very delicate on the nose the other one was rich this is delicate and light it's one of those things too where there's such a big difference you can understand why there's multiple versions of this besides the one the two we're doing today there's Silverleaf, which is like an Ode style unaged maple spirit. Okay. Totally different animal. Then we had the Seedling, which was the richer, younger one. And then there's this Sapling. And then there is Old Growth, which is the next step up, which is over a year. And then mm. he's got one called Flamed Maple, which is in the same family, but using a peat charred cask to oh, age it. Wow. And it's really cool. But they're all so very different even though for their the same three base ingredients 
that it absolutely makes sense to have all these different iterations of it because they are completely different and there's there's worth in trying all of them. Yeah, that has to be completely wild. I mean, with if you lined up those ones all in a row. And to be honest, I think this for me, this is the kind of thing I would love in a flight of spirits. If we sat there with this is here's five to ten different things and having this in there would be a true delight to contrast it against other things. I see this in a spirits flight as like like necessary to have this kind of thing, some sort of O to V, some sort of, you know, different distillate. For sure, for sure. Wow. This still maintains that richness on the palate. I think it's more close to the nose than the first one was. I would agree. The nose and the palate on this are very similar, although much richer on the flavor and density on the palate than it is on the nose. Ooh. See, this one I'm getting like like that just wisp of powdered sugar on the top. Yeah, for sure. It's sparkly. It's weird. It's still rich, but I'm getting sparkly sugar on the top of my palate in a very light, bouncy way. It's very nice. Yeah, and it's also got like like an orange peel note deep in there, but not, mm. not like a bitter or sweet orange peel, just like a regular old orange peel but way in the back and very subtle in with like the powdered sugar notes like it's got like a very delicate citrusiness but mm. peel wow. not fruit and it still has a little bit of that you know that crisco-y fattiness to it this again this is rich on the palate you know it's you know it's coating for sure look at the viscosity of it too like swirl it around and look at it just drip down the glass it is rich and yeah. full. And still. Yeah, very interesting. I, I'm really enjoying the experience of both of these because they are so unique. <laughs> they really are. I, at some point, uh, we you really got to. I think I've gotten nearly all of them. I think mm. I just need the silver leaf to grab. But you got to try all five in a row. Oh, I think that's that'd be a fascinating study and technique and everything else. And I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to eventually, uh, you know, chat with them because I think they're doing some real, real creative stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we got to have Carl on. I think he'd be, you know, I don't know if anybody want to listen to an hour long show, but we <laughs> they're going to have to because that's what it's yeah. going to end up being. Oh, no way we couldn't. Uh, I think it would be really interesting because I'm for something like this. You know, we're talking about, you know, nose to palate and this to that and where you might prefer this side to the other side. And it's being pedantic and annoying, which is kind of what we do. But it's both of these are fascinating. And the kind of thing that I'm really happy to be tasting, really happy to be enjoying. But there's so many, it's such an odd spirit because you don't taste maple syrup distillate very often. So it's such a unique experience. Yeah, there's. I've only ever heard of one or two others ever done. 
and there's not even really a category for it. Like the label on here says spirits distilled from Finger Lakes maple syrup. That's what it is. It is very accurate category name. There's no, it's not, it's not really a thing and it should be. I would love to see more interpretations of this because it's a really cool thing. Really interesting. So now on the like multiple sips, I'm getting maple, but only the high part of the maple on top of my palate. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Light maple, like this is like fancy. It's like fancy maple on top of the palate, but just the high notes of maple, not the richness of maple. Right. It's interesting though how much it changes through fermentation and then uh, time in barrel too. Yeah. How it's still familiar with that. You know, you can tell there's maple notes in there, but with this one, if you weren't told it was maple distillate, you'd probably not immediately guess that. You It might take a little to get to that point. Yeah, I'm hunting. I'm hunting for it, but I'm also, I grew up on real maple. So I've had, you know, all the different grades and all the different stuff. So I've spent a lot of time with maple. So it's it evokes a lot of memories of flavor because I've spent that time, but again, we're in a maple state. We're in New York state or people from New York and Vermont might get it, but not somebody right. from the Midwest. We, yeah. Midwest doesn't, isn't exactly known for their, their maple or their apples as we <laughs> are here. No. Yeah. And nobody's mm. got it as good as we do here. Maple and apples kids. Tell your parents, get you those New York apples. Wow. Yeah. Completely fascinating. It's like hollow maple. So it's all the edges of maple without any of the middle. <laughs> it's really but not cool. hollow in flavor though, but no, but just to clarify there, because it's got, I know what you mean. It's like if there was a spectrum of maple flavor, yeah, it, yeah, it's the edges of it. And the inside is replaced with like custard and cream and powdered sugar and caramelized sugar. Yeah. And a little butterscotch and some of that like, orange peel like citrus peel i'll say i'll just say more generic citrus peel right because it's not it's not the intensity of an expressed citrus peel correct it's that just it's everything's kind of subtle except for that middle there's a middle richness but everything else is like edges of this and edges of that it's yeah it's super pretty and nuanced and delicate yeah. And another time or another time, another instance of really great alcohol inter- integration because no doubt it's again, it's only 80 proof, which that's not, you know, that's one of those things where only 80 proof isn't really a fair thing to say, but yeah. uh, it definitely drinks as though there's a lot less alcohol For than sure. that, but you know, it's just really well integrated and really well yeah. balanced. Yeah, it's very odd because you you become accustomed to it pretty quickly. I had a friend over uh, earlier in the week, and he is not a regular spirit drinker. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an easy 90-ish proof. And he it took him a few sips to be able to taste anything because <laughs> his palate isn't accustomed to it. Where like, oh, like 90. Oh, that's easy. We can get into that as first tasting. You don't have to even warm up to get through that. Yeah. So something I kind of came to a realization the other day about why I have such a tolerance for proof. And it comes down to my early uh, experiences with alcohol. 
being Bacardi 151, being my drink for oh my god a number of years. Wow! At the fresh young age of 21. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of rum, I had somebody send me a Venezuelan rum in the mail today. Was it Diplomatico? No, it's a different. Uh, it's a different. Uh, it's a Solera. It's a Solera style rum that supposedly isn't overly sweetened. So I haven't tasted it yet, but I think we'll try it another time just because I don't have a lot of experience with the darker, richer side of rums. I've gotten more into the lighter, funkier, weirder rums versus the like. It's like there's a whole separation of rum nerdery. Like the yeah, people, you're you're into the, the decaying pool vinyl <laughs> left out in the sun and steaming garbage rum. Right, you know? right. Which not is the not the pure nerd, yeah. sweet caramel other stuff people. Which is like there's a whole like separation that we'll have to explore. I'm very excited oh, yeah. about that. It's just it's funny. Just I'm imagining in my head people like hot stinking garbage pool vinyl rum, what? <laughs> and then rum nerds going yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's definitely the voice of the weird rum nerds. Yeah! <laughs> Sipping their daiquiris and with their oh, pineapple man. tattoos. I made a killer one recently. It was delightful. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I've been on the rum. I, I really just want to crush a bunch of mojitos lately, and I haven't done it, and I need to. Oh, well, I think we're going to have to do that on a nice day over at the porch here. Absolutely, yes. Yes, sir. Well, I think we are going to wrap up for this episode. George, where can they find you on the internet? I can be found in a van down by the river. Mm. As well as... No idea why I went there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At Whiskey Jedi on Instagram, which is with with the E, because, you know, this is America. Her, her. Mm-hmm. I am not the guy that's a Whiskey Jedi without it. And I am not the Whiskey Jedi, which is another person out there. But I'm the original Whiskey Jedi with the E. So take that, fools. Very nice. And uh, you can find me at Stromy on Twitter and uh, Instagram, Food About Town on Facebook, as well as CurateMeals.com if you're in the Rochester area and need cool food. And you can find In Good Spirits at IGSPodcast.com. Subscribe on the YouTubes if you're watching us there and on your favorite podcast app. If you have something you'd like us to try in the future, let us know. Uh, We are going to start recording in person very soon. And I think one of our next episodes is going to be weird ass rum tasting, which is going to be a true weird delight. And we'll Um, have a special guest for that one who will school us in rum in ways we never knew existed. Insanity. So uh, thanks everybody for staying uh, staying in tune for the podcast that is really poor language. So thanks everybody for watching slash listening, and we will be back next time with another episode of In Good Spirits. But that's all, folks. <laughs>